Good morning, amazing mamas. Today's episode is all about executing your goals. I would venture to bet that the reason why you are listening to this is because you want more for your life. You want more for your family's life. You want to become a better person and you want to finally reach your goals. What does it actually take to do that? What does a successful day look like? Get yourself something to sip on because I'm going to give you five things that I am currently doing to reach my goals, things that anyone can do, and how these five things will eliminate any chance of not succeeding. This is the Mama Miracle Morning Show, a personal development podcast for moms. I'm your host, Sarah Munder, and I'm here to bring you mom motivation every week so you can get your mind right in the morning before your mind goes wrong. Let's take back the power we have as moms to steer our life and our family's life in the right direction every day. I'm here to tell you that you can create the life you want, and you absolutely have the power to create more positive change. It's the end of January of 2019. How did the month go for you as far as reaching your goals and resolutions? So I started the year out with some really awesome goals and about a weekend, everything changed for me when I realized, okay, time to redirect my course a bit here. I realized, in fact, I wanted to set a new goal and I talked about this two episodes ago about living fully. And this goal of mine was to give up alcohol for a year. So here we are at the end of January and it's been three whole weeks and I haven't had any alcohol. And historically for me, the only reason I would go that long without wine was because I was either pregnant or breastfeeding. So the fact that I was doing this willingly and I'm not currently pregnant or breastfeeding is a huge deal for me. The first couple weeks were really effing hard, I'm not gonna lie. Not only did I have to physically adapt to not drinking anymore, but I really had to learn new ways of coping with my big feelings. I've always struggled with anxiety, which I think is very common for moms, especially if you have trauma in your past, or even if you never appropriately developed your sense of self as a child and adult. And as moms, we're probably more likely to deal with anxiety because now we have our kids to think about and worry about. And of course, there's all the additional worries about being a good mom and what do people think of me and am I doing the right thing in life? And all these potential worries added, of course, to the lack of self-care we provide ourselves to manage our anxiety. I'm guessing this all kind of contributes to why so many moms love wine because it totally helps us relax and unwind, right? So for years, I would share funny wine memes on social media because they always felt so relatable. Like one in particular that said, I only drink wine with friends. And then it showed the daughter's Barbie house and all the Barbies with the caption, hello, friends, with, of course, a bottle of wine and a glass next to it. And don't get me wrong. I have a huge sense of humor. These are funny. They're hilarious. And they are relatable. But I started to second guess them and the message they sent to moms. The message that I was getting was that you need wine to cope with your children, to cope with the challenges of motherhood. Some moms are totally doing it right, and they're not using wine to cope with being a mom. You know, they may only have a glass or two of wine or whatever their drink of choice is once in a while with their girlfriends or out on a date with their husbands. Certainly not drinking every night like I was. I was not doing it right. I was definitely relying on it to cope with my inability to handle the stress in my life on my own. 
Side note, I promise this is not an episode about why you should stop drinking wine. If it were me listening to this like two months ago, I would have considered turning a deaf ear at this point for real. But I am bringing it up because it was one of my huge goals this year, and I want to talk about the steps I have taken to execute my goal. That's the whole main point of this episode, and the bottom line is it doesn't matter what your goal is. If you don't understand the steps it takes to achieve it and you don't follow through with each step, there's no way to get to the finish line. And I'm sharing you my experience um, with this personal struggle because it's important to understand the why, which is my number one first tip on how to execute your goals. That is understanding the why or clarifying your why. For me, why did I decide to take a year off drinking? It wasn't because I was some raging alcoholic who neglected their kids or got DUIs or became homeless and lost everything. In fact, the fact that that wasn't my story makes the people in my life kind of wonder why I'm doing this at all because I was so functional. But for me, it was because I was ready to take every area of my life to the next level. And I knew, I knew that alcohol was that one thing holding me back from exceeding or even succeeding in my other goals. My first episode of the Mama Miracle Morning Show was all about finding that pivotal priority, that one thing that's holding you back from reaching your highest potential. And I highly recommend going back to listen to that episode if you haven't yet, because it helps you identify your biggest roadblock to reaching your goals. And like mine, your biggest roadblock might not be glaringly obvious at first, but once you do, that roadblock is going to become your number one goal to change. So to clarify my first tip, it's understanding why you want to reach your goal. If your goal was to lose weight and get fit, your reason might be to improve your health and longevity so that you can be around for a long time for your children and grandchildren. Or it could just be to like the way you look more, which there is nothing wrong with that. If your goal was to finish your degree, it could be to feel more confident in your career path. The reason why I decided to stop alcohol in my life is to become a better person, to be more productive, to become stronger on the inside, and to be more fully present with my family, to live more fully, and to safeguard my health for the long haul. Identifying your why is not something you identify and then forget about. I am constantly thinking about these reasons I just shared with you because they help motivate me when I feel like giving up on my goal. My number two tip for guaranteeing success in reaching your goals is identifying where you want to go with your goal. This ties in with the first tip of identifying the reason behind your goal. For as much as it's important to envision the purpose behind what you're doing, it is equally as important to envision the product or outcome, if you will. When you can see yourself living your life with your goal achieved, it becomes so much more real, realistic, and attainable. When you reach your goal and along the journey of reaching your goal, are your other areas of life going to improve and how? Or perhaps your outcome is to simply add greater joy to your life because that's important too. And what does that look like? One tool you can use to help you identify your outcome is to use visualization and take actual pen to paper to write out what your life will look like once your goal is achieved. But the key is to write it out as if it already happened. For example, if your goal was to make $100,000 this year in your business, title your page something along the lines of my goal achieved and write out things such as 
I now have brought in $100,000 through my business. We are now financially comfortable and prospering. All of our bills are paid and we are investing our money. We now have enough money to not only pay our bills and invest, but to save each month, donate regularly to charities, and to spend on fun and nice things such as family vacations, spa days, massages, and shopping. Dude, get specific too. This is fun. You get to imagine yourself spending the money you've made. What stores would you shop at? Imagine yourself writing out the check to charity or doing a bank transfer these days online. Imagine yourself logging into your bank account and seeing the deposits made from your business. You probably already know the incredible power of intention and how it gets working on your life, but why aren't you using it to your advantage every day? Rachel Hollis, author of Girl, Wash Your Face and host of her amazing podcast, Rise, says that she begins every single day with this practice of visualizing and clarifying her intentions and that it's the single greatest reason why she has achieved the success she has in her life. By the way, Rachel is a huge media mogul, New York Times bestselling author, author, and she went from very humble beginnings like many of us to self-made millionaire today. Visualizations are powerful, and not only can they help you bring into your life everything you desire, as Rachel Hollis and many other professional and successful people have demonstrated, but they can help you clearly envision where you will be once you achieve your goal, which is both effective and motivating. My number three tip for guaranteeing your success is identifying what could possibly stop you from reaching your goal. What are your potential setbacks? If you have a goal, especially one that you have attempted but failed before, you know what your weaknesses, triggers, and potential roadblocks are. Therefore, you have to plan ahead for these. Be very honest with yourself and play offense. For example, in honoring my goal of cutting alcohol out of my life, I have to be honest with myself that it's not easy, especially in certain situations. I'm honest when I say I miss it sometimes. The first couple weeks were the hardest and it's getting way easier, but for sure, the first couple weeks I had to avoid my triggers. I found that one of my triggers was being confined to the kitchen around dinner time, which was when I used to pop open my bottle of wine for the night. So I either majorly meal prep ahead of time so that I could literally just serve it up and eat it at dinner time, or I would order in or go out to eat, at least while it was the hardest. I also had to avoid certain toxic people and places that would trigger me. I also found a therapist right away who booked me a same-day appointment when I was feeling weak one day. Oh my gosh, he helped me so much. I feel like in just that first therapy session, I made major, major headway on my personal growth, and I highly, highly recommend anyone get a therapist when things are especially challenging. If your goal is food-related, you definitely have to plan ahead because sugar is crack, my friends. That means planning every meal for the week ahead of time. That way, you don't even have to think about it. Keeping in mind that you will have cravings, so how will you satisfy those in a healthy way? If you know you will be around certain people who tend to eat a certain way, like say for example, you know you're going to be stopping by your great aunt's house and she always makes sure you don't leave without a heaping plate of whatever deliciousness she made. 
You got to think about these things because you know she makes the best dessert. So maybe schedule your visit right after you've eaten so you're not starving and tempted beyond what you can bear. You could always try to rearrange your plans to meet up with your great at, at, at the nail salon instead. Or if you do need to go to her house, just tell her that you have a headache and you should probably avoid sugar. You know what you need to do. The point is just think ahead. If you're going to a birthday party, eat ahead of time. Chew some gum while you're there. Leave before they cut the cake or allow yourself to have three tiny little bites. I bet that would satisfy you. What you do totally depends on what your goals are. But whatever they are, you have to have a foolproof plan and be non-negotiable about it. And you don't owe a reason or excuse to anyone. Be that person you admire and who you want to be. Planning ahead for cravings is fairly easy, but it can be hard to plan ahead for setbacks that you can't necessarily control. Perhaps one of your kids is just having a rough day and needs you more that day, so you've got to adjust your plan a little. So maybe you didn't get to work on your business like you had intended, or maybe you didn't get that regular workout in. I'm recording this podcast way later than I had originally intended. I wanted to record this yesterday morning, but I got a super bad migraine yesterday. And if any of you get migraines, you know how disabling they are. You literally have to stop everything you're doing and attend to it. So I had to put most of my day and my plans on hold so I could lay down with an ice pack and just wait for my meds to kick in. This type of setback is such a bummer, but it's totally okay. And you just need to plan ahead for these types of unknowns that may occur and be willing to pick up the slack another time. On the topic of identifying what could potentially stop you from reaching your goals, I also want to bring up a very important thing to be aware of, and that is you have a very finite ability to make decisions throughout the day. So the more decisions you can make for yourself ahead of time, the less likely you will be to make a bad decision. Make more choices in life that are no-brainers and non-negotiable, and this will help you set yourself up for success. This can literally be applied to every single goal where there's the option to do something or not do something. In my first few weeks of not drinking, I consciously limited the amount of choices and decisions I needed to make each day. I set out my clothes ahead of time so I didn't have to think of what I was going to wear that day. And on that note, I've drastically limited my wardrobe so I don't have a ton of choices in the first place. I pretty much wear only neutral colors or mostly black, not in a gothic way, but in like a classy way, side note. In another episode, I will talk more about minimalism and my efforts to greatly simplify all areas of my life, including my wardrobe, so I don't have to overthink things. Even though I don't overthink things, I'm definitely intentional with each and every decision I make throughout the day, and they're all centered around reaching my goals, supporting my personal efforts, and making that progress each day. Your daily progress adds up. Which leads me to my fourth tip on guaranteeing your success, which is quite possibly the most important thing you can do, and that is schedule, schedule, schedule. I was having brunch with my good friend who is also my accountability partner for goals this year. We meet once a month at the end of the month for brunch, and we were discussing her goals for the month of February, and she was like, okay, Sarah, how do I address all of these goals without neglecting one of them or without neglecting other things I got to do for that matter. And I told her 100% 
Your schedule determines your success. And when I say schedule, I mean your daily calendar. It doesn't matter if you have one goal or a hundred goals, your success in reaching them totally depends on incorporating it into your schedule. You can reach them all as long as you do a little bit each day. Each one gets its own attention on your calendar and you schedule it in. If you do not schedule in the important things, even the unimportant things, your time each day and each week will be so quickly eaten up by the things you do not intend for it to. One of my favorite books is called 168 Hours by Laura Vanderkam, and I highly recommend it for showing you just what can be accomplished in one day or one week as 168 Hours suggests. We all have the same amount of time, but the reason why some people achieve so much more than others is because they plan out their day and they devote specific blocks of time to specific areas of their life. They make sure that all their priorities get attention that they deserve each day. One amazing little gem I found in 168 hours is that simply changing the words, I don't have time for that, to that's not a priority for me, will completely change the way you live your life. Not only can you use this to rethink what you do spend your time on and whether they are true priorities for you, but you can also use it to protect your priorities against everyone else's requests and demands so that when they come up, you don't have to feel bad when you say, I don't have time for that. But instead, you can say, you know, that's not a priority for me right now. And as a result, other people respect your priorities because you respect your priorities. When you schedule your day and you schedule, say, two hours of the day towards working on your business or working on your fitness or meal prepping or perhaps spending quality time with your kids or cleaning the house, when you're in that time block, you're going to do that thing 100% without the nagging feeling of guilt that you need to be doing something else that's vying for your time. Don't half-ask your tasks throughout the day. Put your full ass into your day, my friends. My fifth tip for guaranteeing your success in reaching your goals is to take it one day at a time and each day keep moving forward. Don't give up. Even if you have found yourself giving up or dropping the ball, pick it back up and start right where you left off and just keep going. The opposite could be said that the number one way to guarantee that you don't achieve your goals is to give up and quit trying altogether if you've had a bad day. If you haven't done so yet, you have to listen to Shalene Johnson's episode of The Shalene Show entitled, The All or Nothing Mindset is Killing Your Progress. And it's so true. So many of us high achiever type of people struggle with that all or nothing mindset because we want perfection. So many people have been asking me, are you going to stop drinking forever or just for the year? Or do you think you'll go back to it after the end of the year? And the truth is, at this point, I've gained so much value out of cutting out alcohol out of my life that I honestly don't ever see myself going back to it. Back to it. But at the same time, the thought of never again is so incredibly hard and painful because Wine was something that I loved so much. It actually felt like I was losing a good friend. So I cannot, cannot think in terms of forever, at least not right now. I have to take it one day at a time and just focus on my goal today. 
while at the same time planning ahead for tomorrow. And this can be applied to any goal. I do recommend dreaming big for the future. I do recommend using visualizations to see yourself in 10, 20 years down the line as envisioning what you want your life to look like. But don't overwhelm yourself by thinking of all the work that you're going to have to put in over the next 20 years because that can totally derail you. Just focus on the work you have to do today to get to that point and plan ahead using a daily calendar to ensure your success for tomorrow. Okay, so if you're a month into the year right now and you've already dropped the ball on your goals and resolutions, I'm here to tell you it doesn't matter. You can still achieve your goals and accomplish anything you want to accomplish this year because you have the ability to sit down and plan out tomorrow. You have the ability to write out every single hour or half hour of the day and plan how you are going to use your time, what habits you are going to practice, and what priorities you are going to appoint in your schedule. If you're at this place right now, I want you to go back to tip number one and two, which are to understand your why and envision where you want to go, what kind of person you want to be, what your dream future looks like because that's where you'll get inspired again. So my five tips for guaranteeing your success in reaching your goals are, number one, clarify your why. Number two, envision where you want to go. Number three, identify potential setbacks. Number four, schedule, schedule, schedule your day. And number five, don't give up or simply start again if you already have. And I am right there with you, mamas. Right now as I speak, I am living out these tips and I am living proof that these work because I have never felt stronger, more capable, more determined, unstoppable, successful, and proud of myself for reaching my goals. And I say this not in a way to put myself above anyone else, but 100% to show you that you can do it too. You're witnessing me go through a huge personal transformation in my life, and I want more mamas to live the life of their dreams too. So if you gained something from this episode, if you feel more motivated, if you feel empowered to reach your goals, I would love to hear it. So please go on iTunes and rate and review the podcast and how you're reaching your goals, or go to my website at themamamiracle.com. That's the M-A-M-A miracle.com where you can click on leave a comment in the upper right corner. It means so much to me to hear from you. You encourage me on my journey as much as hopefully I encourage you. So thank you. Thank you for listening, for investing in yourself, because by doing the work on yourself, you help make the world a better place for your children, for all of us. I'll be back very soon for some more mom motivation here on the Mama Miracle Morning Show. Peace out, mamas. One quick thing before you go, I wanted to let you know that in the next few weeks, I am going to be launching a schedule makeover class, which will help you address that extremely important number four tip I discussed in today's episode. Do you remember what it was? It was all about scheduling your day. In this class, I'm going to teach you exactly how to plan your days, weeks, month, and year so you can fit in all of your priorities and must-do tasks while also easily fitting in quality time with your kids, your spouse, and most importantly, of course, yourself. 
This is going to be a life-changing course and it's going to lay the foundation for creating the life of your dreams. So to get on the list for the class, go to themamamiracle.com. That's the mama with M-A-M-A miracle.com. Put in your name and email address and you'll be the first to know when the class will begin. See you there, mamas.